Hey, everybody, and welcome to How Do You Hustle with Cami Dimitrova, the podcast where I interview comedians about their day jobs. That's right. We're here for another episode. Oh, baby, it just keeps going. I'm really excited about the guest we have uh, for this episode this week. Her name is Kendra Augustine. She is an actress, comedian, writer, has many titles, uh, wears many hats. Uh, She's pretty incredible. She uh, is a writer on Boogie Manja. She also is a playwright. (laughs) No big deal. can learn more about that. Um, But she's trained in clown, which is pretty awesome. Um, And she studied at the Pitt, UCB, you know, uh, you name it. She's done it. So I'm really excited to have her on. We basically talk about um, what what the ideal day job is, right? Whether it's freelance or nine to five, she talks about the pros and cons of both. Uh, so really exciting stuff this week. Uh, hope you like it. Without further ado, Kendra Augustine. All the extra work I've done for reality shows. <laughs> is that your, is <laughs> That's my is that your claim to fame? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we go to your IMDb, is it just like, uh, yeah, Real Housewives, uh, but like Room Raiders? famous. It'll be like uh, My Crazy Love, I think. Sure. Is one show. Wow. I don't remember if there's anything else on there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Love that. Was that on MTV? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Great. Oh, okay. no. I think... Maybe it was true. True TV? Possibly. I could be wrong. Oh, wow. So it's like recent. But this was, no, like three years ago. I don't know if it's still on. Okay. It was a great experience. You enjoyed it? Yeah. What did you do on it? I think I played a high school student. I was in the background. I think I was at a comedy club at one time. Then I was like watching kids play sports, I think. (laughs) Your favorite pastime in real life also. (laughs) What, watching kids play sports? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) what is your day job um i do i don't know i'm an usher uh i do coat check i do events um i do get like this week or i don't know when this is gonna air but (laughs) during yom kippur i ushered at synagogues um yeah so i just like do whatever random job comes my way and sometimes my temp company when they decide to respond to me they sometimes give me work like i worked at a sexpo once what? and then you don't say <laughs> yes and then i worked at um this hotel across the jfk airport and they didn't reimburse me for the <laughs> for the air train what yeah that's messed up yeah so that's that's my life where i'm jerked around by different people and being underpaid I used to work at the UN, but Whoa. then I got quit slash fired. But then I heard... <laughs> what? <laughs> what were you doing at the UN? I was just like an usher oh, or cool. escort, whatever. Very cool. Yeah, so I heard that Trump owes them money now, so sure. it's going to cut a lot of hours. So part of me hopes the job gets um, cut. <laughs> so be like, can... <laughs> told you. Like, yeah, exactly. Ah. Yeah, I feel bad for my friends who still work there, but I feel sure. like my redemption is more important a hundred percent my ego being yeah, exactly right it matters more than yeah. other people's employment of course yeah um well i'm very curious to know how you how you got into that world of ushering and temping um was that something that you felt like or what brought you to this oh, okay so when i moved here i used to work at 
um, the Olive Garden in Florida. That's where I'm from Woo-hoo! for many years. Where like, in Florida? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Yes. Okay, I'm from Florida too. Tampa. Yes. Hey. Great. And then I came <laughs> here, and like it didn't matter <laughs> what my experience was. Oh, like waiting. Uh, no, I was a host. Oh, oh, hostess. Yeah, and I like couldn't get a job to save my mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. remember how I found out about temp companies. It could be through just looking um, at different sites, and that was like the only way I felt that maybe I could learn new skills because I never worked in an office before. Sure. So I thought temp companies are like the only places where you can work in an office without having actual experience. Right. So that's kind of how I got started, and then ushering. I used to usher just to watch free shows and then oh, I found smart. out you could get paid to usher and then that's how I got into it. Smart. Yeah. Super, super smart. So you, so part of your brain was like, oh, I can like two birds, one stone it, like usher, get some money, but also watch a yeah. show that I am like excited to see. Yeah. Right. Or like why I usher at Lincoln Center and this is music, so I don't get to see anything cool, oh. but at my other theater sometimes they have really cool shows like uh last year we had like a show with carrie mulligan and a show with um not hugh dancy but he's like <laughs> <laughs> billy crudup billy crudup uh, and it's it, just it. like that's cool that's super cool yeah that's super super cool yeah and is that do you work like for with a theater or through the temp company they are like yo we have this opportunity like i work those jobs i got like legitimately <laughs> like temp company gives me like <laughs> right um like i work co-check at new york historical society so Got like it. you know they'll give me jobs like that or events but ushering is like all me all you yeah very cool yeah. that's really really cool you are now living in new york for how long six years six years okay you've been here for six years and you have been doing comedy for six years or how long have you been doing comedy for? um i think i started my first class at the pit in 2015 so 2015. that's four years yeah mm-hmm. it was four like years january 2015 yeah great and do, do you start with improv or sketch improv great. i didn't do sketch no i did sketch later that year at ucb i just did sketch because it wasn't something i had no experience in sure and i remember one of my my fellow pit interns was like i heard pit is good for improv and ucb is good for sketch and i was like cool great i'll do that <laughs> that sounds great yeah. i'll take your advice yeah <laughs> like there's always that one friend that like yeah gives you some advice and you're like all right <laughs> like, yeah exactly i won't think twice about it and yeah he had like no more experience than i did we literally started at the same time <laughs> sure. but he's like this is what i heard and i was like oh cool <laughs> same great yeah. okay well awesome. i'll do exactly what you said yeah um cool okay so you started doing that and then you what how was your experience there at the pit um as an intern it was terrible but in terms of my classes they're great, great. um yeah my levels one to one one two and one three one were great four was not great but when I transferred to sketch, I never liked sketch. Sure, sure. By the sure. Way. I hated all my sketch classes, um, but somehow I got onto boogie. Great, and that was good. Great, and that <laughs> and that's been good so far. So far, yes. great. Okay, um, so you are now a writer on boogie, and you're like doing comedy as much as you can in various capacities yeah. around the city, while juggling your yeah day job. Yes. Yeah. And like your or your multiple jobs, like, yeah. yeah, gigs or whatever. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that sort of dance back and forth? Um, I think. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For many years, for at least four or five years. Because like I said, when I first got here, I couldn't get a job to save my life. And then eventually it was like working and then choosing that or choosing to perform. So it became like this battle of like, do I make money or do I like do this unpaid thing? Mm-hmm. Um and now I've, you know, I have steadier work, so it's more like I might have to give up some days sometimes. Like, you know, Boogie meets maybe once a week or twice a week. So then I'm like, okay, well, I can't work sure. those nights. So it's like, I don't know, a lot of sacrifice. A lot of sacrifice yeah. financially. Yeah. To like exactly. pursue the thing that we're not getting paid for. Yes, exactly. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you, how do you feel about like the idea of like making that sacrifice or the idea of like just doing the grind? Like how has that been for you? Um, I feel like I've, I've been better at it over the years, but there's a part of me that really just wants maybe a steady <laughs> job. Sure. Um, like a nine to five Yeah. Maybe. in anything or in comedy? I mean, it'd be nice if I could, you know, get paid to do what I do for free. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the ideal. But I don't know, maybe anything. I just know that I've worked certain temp jobs where every Monday they'd be like, gosh, is it Friday yet? And I was like, is this like the life where every Monday you just wish for it to be Friday? And I'm like, I don't know if I want that. But there's a part of me that really just wants that sort of stability because I feel like all the sacrifices I've made throughout the years, I think I've gotten myself to a place where maybe I could commit to something in the, like just a regular job and just focus on the, like the boogies or like the theater at night or something. Sure. Um, And then maybe if something big happens, then I can just leave it and move. Leave that job. Yeah. Okay. And what, and is that what's stopping you from doing that? Like what's the con of that? I think, the freedom to not have structure (laughs) the freedom to be like i think i'm gonna go to italy (laughs) you know in october (laughs) you know like i don't have to ask anyone permission for that because my jobs are pretty flexible so or i'm like i'm gonna go home for thanksgiving i don't have to ask anybody for that great or if like something comes up in the day i could just do that yep and with a job it's like no my life is decided by other people yes um right. <laughs> so right. it's just like i don't know maybe maybe after a while freedom is not worth not making good money <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. mm. interesting 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 yeah. i feel like it's always a battle of like flexibility versus yeah. stability yeah yeah i just wish that we could have both yes yeah right and maybe like more jobs could offer that yeah you that, know yeah that would be incredible it would be great um okay so but you're for now you're like i enjoy the flexibility and i like the fact that like you can right do your own thing sort of maybe one day if a nine to five happens yeah great yeah um what do you do i like to ask people like when they're having their um when you're having a day 
where things aren't going well, where you are running around to your third rehearsal, you're exhausted, you've eaten every meal, walking on 8th Avenue, you're stuck in Port Authority area and everything smells, work didn't go well either, maybe you canceled a shift, something, whatever. Um, how do you get through that? Um, probably Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how I decompress. It's just I like, like scrolling through Twitter. You know, I'm just like sometimes I'm like, oh, if I'm on th- on Twitter, it's gonna be at least an hour, an hour and a half to like go through the mm-hmm. whole timeline. Um, yeah, that's not really healthy, but yeah, no, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, scroll <laughs> through Twitter. Is there like something that you sort of like pep yourself? Like, do you tell yourself something, or where you're like, oh, like it'll be okay or oh what when the day goes poorly yeah when you're just having like a bad day and you're just like what am i doing this for like nothing is happening like we all have those days and i feel like it's good to talk about it where you're just like oh my god like nothing is happening for me right now this is how i feel a lot of the time where it's like nothing's happening um i don't feel like i can do this much longer like i'm literally getting old physically like my body can't (laughs) stay awake for the hours that this job requires and like you know like i want maybe one day i want to like you know settle down or like not settle down but like i don't know maybe one day it's like i don't want to be running around all night and doing stuff so it's like what is the how do you get through that oh okay i think i feel like i had thoughts when you were but it's like there's a part of me that i guess i'm a passive person so there's part of me that's waiting for something else to show itself Mm -hmm. um so then i will like leave you know there's a part of me that's like i'm doing this until you know my the true thing that i'm supposed to do shows up up. yeah so i'm just like being a singer (laughs) (laughs) until my vocal cords grow in yes sure sure yeah so i'm just like waiting i'm like i can't like there's nothing right now that I see myself doing outside of this. So I feel like yes, until I find something that is more, that would get me more excited or more interested. Cause I'm always like, oh, I should be a scientist, but I don't want to go to like grad school to be a scientist. No. So I'm just like, okay, well until, you know, if I get to a certain age and I've like completely failed, then I don't know, maybe I'll like move to a different country. Hilarious. You're like Italy. Yeah, that's what I always um, say. There's like this um, city in Italy that's mostly Americans and um, a lot of artists live there because it's like affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, maybe I'll just like go there. But there's still a part of me that's like, I'm just going to make art anyway. But maybe I could also, you know, be a bus driver. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So there's like, I'm waiting for like, it to reveal itself and until it reveals itself i just keep going because i don't know what else to do like i don't have any other options yeah i think that um having talked to uh (laughs) two other people about this at length (laughs) and just like a lot whatever friends about that it seems like that is the mindset you have to have to do this which is like i don't have another option this is my only option yeah if i happen to become a scientist or (laughs) whatever then i'll do that but like this is why we do this insane thing because this is insane it is right i I think you have to be i think you have to be nuts yeah because this is not a this is (laughs) 
this is not right no not this at all this is not right what we're doing like we wouldn't tolerate that like you know if someone wants like, to be a doctor and you're like you're not getting paid you're working 12 hours a day right i'm not gonna be like <laughs> oh it's okay that's your dream truly <laughs> true the amount of free labor yes that has been done yes in a way it's just like or, or it's like at least if you're a doctor or a lawyer you work your ass off and then you stop working your ass off. Like, you, you like you know, it's yes. like med school have, and then residency. And then you're like, oh, like, then I'm a gazillionaire yes. for the rest of my life. Exactly. Whereas this job <laughs> is constantly yes. being up at all hours, running around with infinite, for infinity. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. You know. It's like, it's never like, it, you know. So, LOL. We're not, I mean, not having an existential crisis. No, let's but. have one. I was at a class. And <laughs> a guy was talking one. about, like, he, you know, he sold shows to Netflix or one show and he's working on his other stuff and i'm just like oh so even when you get to his level it's still a hustle so it's exactly what you're saying it's just a constant working hard so even though we're here it's like it's not gonna stop it's not gonna stop and it's and i think the idea is maybe like being comfortable with it being uncomfortable you know what i mean because it's like just accepting the fact that like this is a grind and like maybe it's like we'll feel more confident in our abilities. So like the insecurity of doing the anxiety around doing it will hopefully, you know, get smaller. Yeah. But like, th- you know, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, good luck. <laughs> You're on the mailing list forever. You can't unsubscribe. Um, but we love it. Right. So that's the reward, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so we're going to. Uh, rewind to you in florida uh, baby kendra okay. growing <laughs> in florida and fort uh, lauderdale tell me about that oh i was i don't know i think i don't know i think that wasn't great sure <laughs> okay <laughs> were you into like were you into like the like creative stuff or like the arts at all in high school or yeah i think at nine i was like i want to perform but as a person i was not like a big personality so in high school that's when i got into drama class cool and then i did that and then i went to choir and then i went back to drama like whenever i felt like an outsider in one i would just switch over to the other one sure and then go back to the other one um i'm not sure why i just oh, i think i wanted to do the arts because i watched a lot of tv and i used to be like i want to be a part of that world <laughs> right like if you ever watched the wb back in the day they would have like montages of like the different performers on each shows and they'll like like the background would be black and you would see like clark kent and you would see Lana right, Wang, and right. you're like wow like that could be me one day oh my I god guess. that's am- you were watching that and thinking like maybe i could do that yeah that's I incredible like, i want to be a part of that world oh my yeah. god cool were yeah. you like i because i because you love you loved like the idea of like fantasy world or like you love the idea of like telling stories or like do you know what it was about it were you just like tv's awesome and like <laughs> this is fun <laughs> oh my god that's a good question i don't know i think I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. I remember in school where we used to have write, like used to write prompts. Um, and I remember one kid was angry one day because he couldn't, <laughs> like he didn't that. have an idea. And the teacher was just like, <laughs> you know, like maybe you could come up with this. In my head, I was just thinking like, just make it up. 
Right. Like if you don't have a story, just make it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's where it started with writing because it was just like a way <laughs> to like create, I don't know, a new world. I'm like, if I don't have this experience. I could just like write it like make it up yeah, yeah. make it up I, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love for your origin story to actually be i got pissed at this kid <laughs> who didn't know and just like just like <laughs> me getting angry at this kid who didn't know what to do inspired me to no um that's really cool so you knew from an early age you were kind of like already like had a big imagination like a vivid imagination yeah. you could easily like create stories yeah and I, really I don't cool. know if it was because i was sort of a sheltered kid so maybe tv is like this way of like oh there's a bigger world out there uh-huh, uh-huh, so maybe uh-huh. that's maybe it was like a way of like maybe i can get out <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. sure which sheltered like you weren't like your parents kind of kept you under close yeah like, they were like you can't really go out yeah exactly i was like- never allowed sleepovers mm-hmm. same, um, same same yes yes absolutely oh my 100%. no my mom was like why go sleep there you have house here like, <laughs> immig- like your parents yes, yeah, are immigrants, immigrants. Yeah, yes. yeah yeah same here and my parents would sometimes be like, you know, if people, if you want people to like hang out with you, let them sleep over here. But I'm like, no, the whole point of sleepovers <laughs> is so I can experience like a new world, go somewhere different, you right. know? Right. And I didn't want people to come in to my home. I don't know what that was about, but it was just like, I wanted an adventure. And I think. Right. They didn't keep, they didn't let me have they, any. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same here. They were like, absolutely not. No sleepovers. Um, like you can hang out with your friends, but then I'm picking you up and you're sleeping in your yeah. own bed. Yeah. Um, so that's how, so that was from an early age. Your parents were like, yeah, like, you know, you're, you're staying under this roof. Yeah. And you're like, I need a way yeah. <laughs> to escape. Yeah. And okay. I think it, as a person, it made me um, kind of shy or whatever, mm-hmm. because I don't know. It just... I don't know. I think it stops you from like connecting to people in a weird way. So I think maybe TV felt like a way. It was like my only friend in a way because <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. So I would make sure I would have something to watch every day. Totally. And that's how I became obsessed with the arts, I think. <laughs> sure. You're like, I had to have friends. Yes. And uh, TV was my friend. Did you have a sibling? Oh, yeah, I did. I have a younger <laughs> brother. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's yes, around. That's right. <laughs> Screw him though. Yeah, um, yeah. He was my friend. <laughs> oh, so, good. Okay, good. Yeah. So I think, you know, it was him and me. But I think he also started watching a lot of TV as well because right. we both were kind of raised the same way. <laughs> he's like also me, same. Is yeah. He, is exactly. he a creative too now? No, I think as a kid he wanted to be, but I think it was only because I like said that I sure. wanted to be. But I think as he got older, um. Maybe he became more interested in <laughs> succeeding. So he's <laughs> we'll get to that. Can't yes. wait to dive into that. So he's studying finance now. Oh, finance. Yeah. Sure. The numbers. Exactly. The science. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. So like, okay. Um, well, back to you, though. Okay. <laughs> you're the star right. here. Um, cool. So you're growing up, you're like into into being creative. You had an imaginative mind. How did that actually come out? Like in your like in middle school, high school, were you doing like theater drama were you were you doing extracurriculars or were you kind of like i don't know like doodling or what was your way of like kind of expressing yourself in that way i think i was a poet as a as you a, were yes you were a poet <laughs> yes do you know what can you remember a poem that you wrote i think in high school i just remember the first <laughs> oh my god kendra say the freaking poem right now what was it, it on was live like... television <laughs> Which is what this is. Oh my god. It was Roses are red. Are blue. <laughs> my name's Kendra. How about you? <laughs> oh my god. It was yeah, it was exactly that. Okay. Wait, do you actually remember it? I think the first line was like wipe 
away your face and clean up my dirty mind. Images your faith and I will be left behind. And that's all I remember. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, images of your... Image is your faith and I will be left behind. Hello. <laughs> and who was that about I, for to? I don't know. Okay. I think I was inspired by Gossip Girl because Dan Humphrey was a poet. Sure. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, that's not why I started poetry. I was saying that particular poem <laughs> got it, got was inspired it. by like one of Dan Humphrey's poems. Okay. And then I wrote that and I think my library had a poetry contest and a bunch of high school kids um, could submit and I won like both years. You did? Yeah. That's incredible. But no one knew or cared, but. <laughs> what do you mean knew or cared? <laughs> like, you know, like the morning announcements like mentioned it, but like no one knew or no one like noticed. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, because like people just like, you know, did, could you attend this thing? Or? Oh, yeah. Like when I went there, they knew. But like in school in the morning, they'll be like, oh, so and so won this. But like no one like not like said anything. Sure. And I think either because they didn't know or didn't like who's Kendra? Oh, got it. OK. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. OK. Yeah. It's not like. Right. OK. OK. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so it's like big deal, but didn't feel like it was like this like recognized thing yeah. where the whole school was like, did you hear Kendra? Was exactly. it? And like, even though like it was incredible that you're winning these competitions <laughs> every year, slaying yeah. and being amazing. Um, okay, cool, cool. So poetry was like oh, your yes. creative, um, outlet sort of yes. when you were in your teens. Yeah. And Got also, it. um, I used to read <laughs> books. <laughs> Great. Back I, in the day. Yeah. No, it was like my teacher. She's like, Hey, read this book. And then I got into reading books for like a year and a half great and then it kept me from doing homework so i stopped reading that's like the nerdiest <laughs> thing you could ever do you're like i didn't do my homework because i read a bunch yes. of books yeah I so i was like well i'm failing geometry so i should probably stop reading books so i can focus on my i still didn't do well in the class but at least i didn't fail it you know <laughs> right um right i think as a kid i used to like singing i used to want to be a singer really yeah um. <laughs> so many creative goals I know and I used to oh man now I look back at it I was like super annoying but I would play like whole albums like Christina Aguilera and sing along to the entire album hell yeah so like but like everyone else was in the house as well so like that's what I used to do all the time and I'm like what an obnoxious person I must have been it'd be like one album two albums three right. albums back to back just singing along were you like shouting the I was, songs yeah, in I was your room singing yeah the doors were open like everyone the doors was were open. yeah you're like not even you're like I don't care yeah and I, I don't think I realize how annoying <laughs> that was but i used to yeah sing along to christina Aguilera. that's amazing yeah that's amazing so in that moment you're like maybe a singer yeah. i don't know if this poetry thing doesn't work yes. out even though i'm crushing it in this yeah. oh my god cool yeah. so um but there was there was definitely um a part of you that was like this feels like my thing like something creative you always felt like you wanted to do something in the arts or entertainment yeah. Yeah. Ever since, I think, nine. I don't know why, yeah. but that was the age where I was like, I think this is what I want to do. Cool. Did people know you in that way? Were they like, oh, yeah, Kendra. She's, like, really no. creative. No, hilarious. Right, I, got it. <laughs> you were like, I was reading books instead of doing my homework. <laughs> Did I not say that earlier? I'll say it again. Yeah. I danced to Christina Aguilera with my door open. So, yeah. Yeah. I just okay. think if anybody, like, if I become famous and someone's like, oh, man, I always knew. I would just be like, you're a liar. I, You didn't <laughs> know. Like, I didn't talk to anyone. How would you know what I want to be? Got yeah. it. Okay, got it. So you were introvert. Yeah. Very much an introvert shy kid. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right. Okay, got it. Um. So, okay, so 12th grade happens. You graduate from high school. 
um you crush it <laughs> you're a famous poet yes. um okay so you graduate high school and then what happens um i was like what should i study music or acting and then i chose acting because i felt like acting was something you could get better at and i felt like singing was if you couldn't do it then there was no point in <laughs> training in it i'm sure. like if you can't sing I just didn't believe you could become a better singer if that was just not a skill you had. 100%. Whereas acting, I felt like you could always grow into that. I don't know if that's the truth, but that's what I believed. And that's why I went to college to study theater. To study theater. Yeah. And so interesting. So want to quickly jump back to the point where when you were deciding what college to go to and what to study, was family involved at all? I'm always interested to know how family impacts decision making. So was there ever a point where you were like, mom and dad, I want to pursue this thing. And were they like, no. Oh, yeah. They were totally against it. They were, were always they? like, be a doctor, be a lawyer. You know? Sure. The goal was always to have a sustainable form of living to be, I guess it's like also. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I don't know what the word is, but like a class thing, maybe a yeah. hierarchy, like to they sacrifice their dreams. So mm. you could, of course, become their dream in a way by sure. succeeding that's healthy and good yeah, yeah exactly right that feels not scary yeah. and... <laughs> not at right. all yeah totally okay so they didn't care for me studying theater but they didn't have too much control over the money because i mostly got grants so they didn't i don't know they had to accept it i think they had to accept it yeah and where's your family from they're from haiti they're from haiti yeah. okay and then when did they move over i think late 80s late maybe. 80s yeah okay yeah and any reason for that um because haiti is uh, a place stripped of its riches so it's sure. not a great place got it and search for a better life got it got yeah. it okay cool i've heard it i've heard it yeah i've heard that story i like it okay so then they moved in there like cool we're gonna have two kids kendra yes. and her little brother yeah. who rules but <laughs> we're not gonna talk about him <laughs> and then cool so growing up you were like i'm an artist i'm a creative and they're like that's hilarious you're gonna be a doctor and a lawyer and you literally put earplugs in <laughs> and yes. we're like i'm gonna do my own thing yeah Is that... no, i'll do theater yeah really yeah. so was there ever a moment in when you were selecting your major or thinking about college where you felt guilty for pursuing something that your parents didn't want you to or was there sort of like you were like i don't care i don't know now that i think about it i can't remember i think yeah i don't remember i'm sure, sure. i felt like this is a risk but i couldn't imagine studying like medicine because i mean i'm not like i was never like a science or math kid you know sure. like i passed those classes but it wasn't like i was just like in my head i'm gonna do theater right yeah right that's so you were just like so confident in the fact that like you're gonna do study something creative yeah Great. i think i just really wanted to learn i didn't you know i didn't do like after school i didn't like train in any of this stuff so i think mm -hmm. college was like a way for me to gain these skills that i didn't have that's incredible yeah. that's really really cool um so then college happened and you go to college to study theater yes great and how was that awful oh yes why did we hate it <laughs> i think awful <laughs> yeah, awful period she goes terrible. awful terrible yeah great. 
Um, again, I think I was just very insecure. So coming into like a college with kids who do have experience, who are confident in their talents, and I was just there to like at least learn. So then it was like, oh, I don't have. I always felt like less than everyone else because a lot of them were skilled in it or had experience in it. And, you know, I did chorus and drama, but it's just not the same thing as knowing how to act or knowing how to sing. There are people who really did know. And also, like, my school allowed non-majors to perform in Mm -hmm. shows. So then it would be, like, the talented bio kids who would get the roles. And you're like, oh, man. I want to learn. You're <laughs> yeah. like, I wish I I was allowed to do the thing that I'm studying only yeah. and not also <laughs> exactly. being a doctor. Like, what the hell is that about? Yeah. Bio majors. If you want to be a theater major, be a theater major. Yes. Um. Okay. Got it. So that's frustrating. You have other people kind of taking your spot or whatever and or feeling like you don't have the opportunity to like actually grow and learn yeah. and also feeling intimidated by people who feel like it's like not an even playing field or whatever. Yeah. Right. Exactly interesting interesting um it's like to be honest if i had to audition i would have never gotten in okay. you know? so it's like, like a double okay. Short. okay but it's like well i i went to college hoping to learn that but- is incredible to- <laughs> i feel like i i kind of want to unpack that because i feel like your decision to like kind of like just go for it like kind of not blindly but just be like i am so confident in like want and like loving this thing that i want to like learn and absorb and like do this thing and like screw what my family says and like screw whatever like just like screw the like risk or whatever that feels like comes with all this crap that we're doing and like i'm just gonna do it like that's what you did (laughs) basically that's incredible that you were because like i mean were you ever scared about pursuing it like before you actually experienced it and the decision to actually study it which also kind of feels like the decision to commit to a life of this a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Was it ever a thought in your mind of being like, oh, fuck, like, what did I get myself into? Or were you like, oh, I'm definitely doing this? I can't remember any of that. You can't remember any of that? <laughs> no. <This is> gross. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you were just like, yeah, there's no question. Because you would have, I think you would have remembered if you were like thinking of worried, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it was always my goal. Unless you're 85 years old and it's been so long. It's so funny. That's usually what I tell people. I tell children when they're like, how old are you? I'm like, 85. And you're like, that um, makes sense. Like, yes. Kids don't know. Kids no. think like 13 is like, yes. you know, whatever. Yeah. So old. Um, I'm sure I was nervous, but I don't know. I just decided that's what I was going to do. You just decided. Yeah. Okay. So then college happened and then you were like, oh, I'm miserable of all four years yes <laughs> okay. all years yeah all years yeah. Uh, yeah like the first year i was there i didn't audition for anything because i had no self-esteem and i was like oh no Ugh. these kids are more talented and the second year i auditioned for everything and only got a bit part mm. but the good thing about that was that was the first time as a performer i got laughs oh my god yeah that's great <laughs> and like i wasn't doing anything. i don't even remember what the lines were I think I played a butler in The Importance of Being Earnest. Sure, sure, sure. And then all of a sudden I was getting laughs. And it's like, what? And you're like, and how did that feel? That was great because I I just like didn't know what I was doing. That (laughs) made people laugh. And I remember the second day we had high school kids and they were like really laughing. And I was like, what is this? What is this? (laughs) Yes. Like, I love it, but I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember any, like why they were, or just like your delivery was funny? Yeah. Yeah. Because my, um... 
my castmates were asking the teacher or he was also the director like what why are the, why, why are they laughing at her <laughs> and he's like oh sh- it's like deadpan it's deadpan and i never heard that word before i went to college <laughs> so it was like here i was doing this thing that i didn't know <laughs> that's not so, intentionally you are <laughs> that is why i love your comedic like whole thing your whole style it is so deadpan it is so i love it i, I love that that's the origin of it yeah <laughs> just being like i had no idea yeah uh, <laughs> yeah because i feel like i was a butler so my line was maybe like mrs can i get you a cup of coffee i don't know and i'm like <laughs> what was so funny about i have to look back to see if there was like humor in it but sure. i just don't remember it was never intentional right it right yes it sure so the actor's just like i don't get it like why are they laughing <laughs> and you're like, can i get you a cup yes, of coffee exactly. <laughs> and they're like yeah. oh my god yeah um amazing so yeah. that was your first feeling of being like oh i kind of like when the audience laughs yeah at me or you know make people laugh because one time my teacher was showing a student the school and mm-hmm. he's like oh i saw you i thought you were funny and i'm like whoa <laughs> i was like the smallest role and to have someone remember me because they thought i was funny mm. that was that was like the first time I felt validated yeah. as a performer at that school. You're like, do you know how many poetry yes. contests I have won? <laughs> yes. And nobody <laughs> said a damn thing. Not a thing. I have three lines as a butler and now I'm a kid yes. at this freaking college. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, great. So that's like your first, it sounds like that's like your first experience with like, great, making people laugh. Maybe comedy could be a thing for me. Did you think about pursuing comedy in that moment or was it just like, I like comedic theater (laughs) um i well first i think it made me more confident as a performer so then i asked my teacher like what should i like what scene should i do for class and he's like well what movies do you like and i think at the time i was like juno and something else he's like here's christopher durang and so i did that and i was like i still didn't know what i was doing but at least i felt a bit more confident in getting some laughs and then we had improv class Mm -hmm. um that was like a new class that they were offering and i was like oh i want to try that mm-hmm. and again first time i made sense as a performer <laughs> wasn't <laughs> improv- like yeah y- here are these kids who are mega talented and but improv was something that i somehow was able to do without any experience 100 100 percent. so that was like the first time where as a performer i'm like oh i there's something that i'm capable of doing got it you do have this sense of like this is my thing and i'm doing this thing <laughs> And I think that's incredible. Like college, you were like, bye, theater, period. Yeah. I'm here to learn. That's true. I could have dropped out. You could have dropped out. miserable the whole time. I took all the classes. Yes. I took dance, voice, because my teacher was like, take them all. And I was like, great. My goal is always to get better. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. That's just incredible, because I think not a lot of people have that. Like, even if they're doing it, they're still like, oh, I'm worried about, like, I don't know what my family thinks, or I'm worried about, like, what my boyfriend thinks, or what my... I don't know, my friends think, or, you know, maybe I'm, I can't sustain this for forever. And I think you're just like, uh, hi, I'm here. Let's work. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I think that's incredible. Um, okay. So now let's talk about, um, your, uh, future Kendra. Okay. Um, what is your dream? Um, and, uh, what do you want to do? Good question. I don't know. There's a part of me that wants to do it all. I want to do theater, TV, and 
film mm-hmm. there's a part of me that just wants to retire to belgium <laughs> oh my god just, you're like... obsessed with belgium we need to like unpack this obsess- do you like the chocolate like no i don't know it? i've never been it just sa- i've never been i don't know anything about <laughs> belgium but it just country. sounds like <laughs> an Id- idyllic place it sounds great i like the na- the g yeah, the, the soft g, g in yes. the middle <laughs> it's like belgium you know belgium, yes. yeah so that um but i think yeah i would theoretically like to do it all but it. also get to a place where i don't have to work so hard <laughs> right which is impossible because i don't know i'm sure shonda rhymes and ryan murphy work really hard sure but i don't know i would like to do it all to what they do but also like open doors for a lot of people hell yeah um get successful hire your friends and make a show yeah um do you want to show run do you want to like like sh- full full Shonda? I don't. I don't want to be a show. I mean, I think for like one season. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like show run. Just kind of like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Just yes. do Killing Eve for a season and be like, well, <laughs> this is a lot of work. I want to do other things. Got it. Um, and maybe get like someone I know or someone who I think is like talented and they could show run the show. Sure. I think. But I don't know if that's who I want to be because I want to act okay. as well. And I think you can't be a showrunner and act unless you are sure running the show you're acting in yeah and i want to be able to write other shows and be in other stuff i want to be able to do film theater and tv it'd be great if i was like doing tv shoot this weekend and then like broadway at night and then like film in the morning i don't know it's just like <laughs> i guess like still a hustle but oh yeah but in what capacity writing performing i think both, both. Got there's it. a part of me that wants to write things that i'm not in and there's a part of me i don't know i have this weird thing where i like to act but not in things that i write sure and there's a part of me that wants to write but not act in those i like seeing other people bring my work to life just because i think i don't understand it and it's really cool to see what other people see and what i'm writing so maybe i can understand it sure 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 yeah but i think like having one show or two shows where i'm in and writing would be cool too that'd be amazing yeah okay you're like everything i want it now yeah great (laughs) um do you have a deadline for yourself are you like by this time i have to be doing this Uh or whatever happens happens i don't know i mean i would i don't know i feel like i wish i was like the people on american i don't know like wow i said if by 25 if i didn't make it I I would quit and they like win American Idol, you right. know. And I was like, what if I had that deadline for myself back oh then? My that would have been great. Now I don't know. I guess it's like terrible to say, but like forty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but I don't know. Like if I don't know if I'm forty and I'm still where I am today, I would at least like to be better off. You know, sure. each each year or at least each decade, I want to be at least closer to where i want to be if i I don't need to be a star (laughs) i'm just like i want to not do the day job that's what it is yeah i love that you just said that because that's really what it is it's like i just want to get paid to do a thing that i like with people that i like i'm not trying to do i'm not trying to be this big thing yeah it's just like i just want to get paid to do creative stuff yeah exactly yeah and i think that that's like so nice to hear because i think it's like let's all (laughs) let's all just take a step back yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it would be ama- you know like it's amazing like can't wait like would be great yes sure to like have the red carpet moment but like if we were all working toward the red carpet moment i think we're doing it for the wrong reasons yeah, absolutely. right like yeah. i feel like you gotta love the now like you have to love boogie rehearsal r2 you yes. know what i'm saying <laughs> to like really like love this yeah like 
this is what it is. Yeah. Like, this is the process. Like, I'm sure Phoebe Waller-Bridge is like, you know, like, when she's sitting down writing in her room, there's no paparazzi. There's no whatever. It's like she's just writing. Yes. So it's like, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, I'm excited to write this sketch. I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of feeling you want is to be excited about the things, even with the anxiety of like, maybe people won't like it, but at least there's some joy in creating and doing what you love. Yeah. And I'd rather do that than just survive, I guess. Yep. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, I guess also maybe find love and have friends, but I don't know if those <laughs> matter more to me than doing what i love oh living God. in belgium <laughs> we also love and friendship and connection yeah uh, it was uh it was great but like maybe i also think part of why i love the arts is purely because of the connections you make i think it's yes. just yes yes you know like i used to go to church and stuff and i don't anymore my friends like what's your church now and i'm like i think theater is i think comedy oh, is you know 100 100 yeah. i love that i yeah because it's, it's a sense of belonging community friendship yeah everyone's going through the same shit that yeah. we're going through and you're just like oh man but like when you see other people doing it and being like hey it's okay yeah <laughs> we're all in this together we're, we're all in this together music fades yeah 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 um wow cool 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 this is inspiring this is really inspiring <laughs> oh, cool. yeah um okay last question so there are people out there in the world that maybe will listen to this podcast one day maybe 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 <laughs> And who um, want to pursue a career in the arts, um, but don't know how, don't know how to like what kind of job they should get, don't know how to start, don't have the courage, whatever it is. What would you say to someone who is trying to get started? Um, oh, wow. That's heavy. Um, for me, it was moving to New York. Mm -hmm. And I think there's stuff in Florida, but I think something about New York um just makes it a bit more accessible. There's a lot of opportunity. And I think the good thing about it not being paid is it allows people who have no experience to perform. Sure. Um, but I guess one thing I say is find ways to do work study and internships so you don't have to pay for classes, mm -hmm. um, which takes like a lot of research. But I think that's what's helped me is like how do i avoid paying for things even with theater i don't i rarely go and i'm just like i'll find free tickets or i'll find a way to volunteer or sure. and sometimes it is getting behind the scenes i think what helped me get a lot of acting work was writing sure and as, as a writer i started to meet other writers and writers need actors mm -hmm. and it's like here's this other identity i have as an actor you need one <laughs> you need one i'm Hi. available I yeah i studied this yeah i think definitely you have to be reliable mm -hmm. i think honestly that to me matters more mm. than anything else i don't care how good you are if you don't show up there you go sounds like a future showrunner there <laughs> You're not on time. Yes. Your call time was nine o'clock. Yep. You're fired. Fired. And I can be considerate. You know, you're <laughs> late. But if you, you know, because yeah. I think people don't realize how important they are. Sure. So if you don't realize how important you are, you'll show up late all the, you'll show up like 20, you won't show up at all. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you matter because mm. <laughs> without you, the show can't go on. Mm -hmm. And I think if you understand that, then you will show up. Sure. So I think that's what matters most. I show love that. Up. I love that. I really, really love that. Cool. That's beautiful. Well, goosebumps. <laughs>
Wow. Well, thank you so thank much you. for doing the pod. <laughs> Hope you had fun. I did. Cool. Um, thank you for sharing your story. I think this is, um, yeah, that's really good stuff. Thank you for cool. having me. No problem. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was Kendra Augustine. Uh, pretty amazing episode, right? Pretty good stuff. We talked about some cool things like nine to fives, freelance, uh, being determined as all hell to chase this dream, which was pretty cool to hear her say out loud. Um, yeah, and just kind of doing it until you until you can't, pretty much. Um, I like that she she said that she would rather do something she loves than just have a survival job. I think that's probably what we're all doing over here. So good stuff. Um, more episodes coming every week. How do you hustle with Cami Dimitrova? Next episode coming to you on Monday. So stay tuned. Have a great week. Bye.